Yay! Hey guys, okay. welcome to another episode of Mono's Game Club, a weekly podcast where we talk about video games, about what we've been doing, about video game news, and just random stuff with me, Razbora, and Terry Dactyl. This is a podcast that's available on YouTube under the channel name Mono's Game Club. You can find that link on each of my videos descriptions in Mono Espacial. And it is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, your mom's podcast, everything. Uh, so, yeah. Also, each episode is going to start with music from a video game. So, you know, send in your recommendations for music to monosgameclub at gmail.com. That is M-O-N-O-S, gameclub at gmail.com. So, yeah, definitely send your questions or um, whatever music you would like to see featured on the podcast to that email. So, starting up with the show's first segment, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. And I think we've all been playing a bit of Ready or Not. Yeah, yeah, Ready or Not. So, uh, definitely, I have started streaming it a little bit. Uh, I, I kind of dabbled. So, I've been convincing Alpine to get it. Because the first time I played it, Terry convinced me to get it. I mean, convincing me as in, like, he just started playing it. I was like, oh, that looks awesome. <laughs> so, we played it, Terry, uh, a little while ago. I hadn't touched it, and I went back uh, a couple days ago with Alpine, and then uh, Mono, we played uh, the other day as well, um, and Terry, I think we played too, so oh my gosh, I love that game. It has so much freaking potential. The mods, I, I haven't dabbled into it yet, but I heard the mods are amazing. I've heard the uh, the specific mod being the um, added voice lines from SWAT 4, or SWAT 3, or whatever the SWAT was. Yeah, but it sounds so good. Like, they're kind of cheesy right now, but the, the mods make it sound so realistic. My fucking yeah, the, version. The voice lines are definitely cheesy, and there's definitely, like, some weird, like, sexual thing going on yeah. with the comments from yeah. some of the hostages. I like female your hostages. tattoos. <laughs> yeah, so like, you rescue a few hostages, and it's like... Oh, your muscles are so big, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. It's like, what is going on here? Like, one of my favorite uh, voice lines though is the one where he uh, he's like, "Get the fuck off me, pig!" And then the guy is like, uh, "He's like, well, yeah, come on, man, you get to wear some uh, handcuffs. That's kind of cool, right?" <laughs> I love that one so much. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Oh no! Yo, that. oh, that's my favorite one. He's like, "Yeah, you're wearing some handcuffs. That's kind of cool, right?" <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> That is the best be, one. Keep that one. The, the game, for, for anyone that might not know what it is, uh, if you've ever played the old school like SWAT games from back in the day, this is a co-op player versus PvE. So yeah. player versus computer game where you are basically a, a SWAT police unit and you have to go in and clear you know a, a diverse amount of different situations like a gas station, a hotel that's like a hostage situation and stuff like that and you have to do so very methodically you know like looking under doors and peeking through them and flashbanging and stuff like that um it is like not at all like something like hell at loose which is a multiplayer competitive shooter basically um this is much more of a co-op experience and yes i agree it has a ton of potential. Right now, I think the weapons and the kits and the tools aren't fully fleshed out. Like, there's no reason to take 
We were talking about this yesterday with Roz. Yeah. There's no reason to take the gas grenade instead of the flashbang, for example. Not nearly as effective. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Terry, we... I, I think you played... Terry. Terry's played more of this than yeah. I think both of us. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, I've got, let's say, 17 hours in it total. And, yeah, I mean, like you guys said, the game is awesome. Um, the biggest thing for me... And for the future of the game, I think, I mean, thankfully it's got mods in, so custom maps can keep going in. And for that, I think they need to put Steam Workshop in. Um, but yeah, it will be the, the um, let's say the maps and scenarios that get added in, because I'm kind of already getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm, I know this map already, you know, yeah, I sort yeah. of know what to expect. So I think, yeah, if they can keep putting in new maps... Then yeah, and with the mod support, which thankfully the game has, because I think most multiplayer games should get mod support out, yeah, you know, straight away. Then yeah, this I think this game's gonna have a long shelf life. I and think they, they could be getting PvP as well because they did mm-hmm. have a PvP alpha last year, but that was apparently terrible. I think that's the thing though, Terry. You, you bring up a good point. Also, uh, Clandor, absolutely. The 720 no scopes are really freaking annoying. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the thing is, it's really 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 fun the first two to three times you play a map you know what i'm saying like once yeah. you complete it and you go back to it it's still fun it can be fun but it's it's better when you have someone that's fresh so i think that's a yeah. great point if you add the steam workshop early on and let people go ahead and make as many new maps and like uh scenarios as possible uh early you'll always have like unlimited new maps to play the scenarios and stuff are pretty much the same. You can have the same game modes. I think the biggest, hardest part is probably the pathing of, of like, the AIs. Or maybe, like, you know, yeah, just pathing, ma- making The them pathing aware. is very bare bones right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, how much uh, you making sound and, and stuff like that affects uh, the AI. Like, right. I've definitely had some situations where I, I've been looking straight at the AI through a <laughs> hole in the wall, like... Hello, I'm right here with a big ass flashlight like flashing on to you, mm-hmm. and the AI was like, "This is fine, nothing's going on." Um, so there's definitely like some, yeah, like it's still an early access game, 100, percent and it still yeah. has a ways to go. I'm gonna say like a year and a half or something till it gets like super good. One thing that I, we should mention is that the, um, even though the the layout. Like the 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 geometry of the levels is is the same every time you play it. It is procedural in terms of like where the hostages are mm-hmm. and where the enemies are and stuff like that and who's an enemy yeah. and who's not like what skin they have and stuff like that. So that does keep fr- things fresh. I would it love does, yeah. to see some kind of procedurally generated maps for this. That would be completely off oh the hook yeah. but I don't think I don't think that's the, do guys, the idea yeah do you guys know uh, of Six Days in Fallujah the military yes. shooter that's yes, yes, coming I out I did hear about that I think it's later this year or next year now I think they may have delayed it it's been it. like but, super delayed for a while hasn't it yeah but that game um, not only will it be like a procedurally generated city but the rooms will also get procedurally generated each time as well so you could be going up to a building, which is the same building as your last playthrough, but then inside will be completely different. If they could have nice. something like that in Ready or Not, where it's yeah, just like different blocks, every right? single time that they've got it made. 
you know, it doesn't matter if you yeah. got mods because you've got this yeah. procedurally generated thing all the time, and that'd be amazing. Is is yeah. Fallujah going to be similar to this? I, I mean, I've watched a little bit of it in the sense Things that co-op, yeah. So it's clearing rooms and shit like that. That'll be kind of cool. I yeah, saw some controversy. Like see, uh, I, think, I saw some controversy about it that I don't remember. Uh, like what, it hit the news because of something. What? Uh, I remember, but I didn't really check out the game, so I have no idea what it is. What, what kind of game is it? So it's basically a recreation of the Battle of Fallujah. And the whole thing about the Battle of Fallujah was it's it's in recent history is the thing. I can't remember the year, yeah. but 2000s. Um, and basically they were clearing houses or or the, the city out of uh, the terrorists, right? Um, but I think the controversy was this game was supposed to come out years ago when like almost right after that happened, like in real life. Ooh. And then... Oh, like... Yeah, like at the time, and then they never kind of went out with it, and then now like they came out with it. I think that was something to do. Yeah, two thousand four. I think that that's like around when the game was trying to be made, and that was the controversy. Like, was it too close? Like, people died because a lot yeah. of Americans died in that, and it's because it was yeah. so close quarters, and people would just be with AKs, you know, on the other side of the doors and shit. Um, the yeah, it was the second blood. So the, I think it's been based on the second Battle of Fallujah, which was the second bloodiest battle in the entire Iraq War for uh, for the Americans. So I think there's that angle to it as well. Um, and people probably saying, "Oh, they're just they're trying to make it into an entertainment thing or profiting yeah. from you know the deaths." But that's but yeah, but that's it's kind been of made like by every single some of the squads. Dude. But some it's, of the guys who were in the battle ooh. are making the game. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. As well, yes. that's another thing. That's so, very interesting, then. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I, I guess they're going to try and put more of a, let's say, less of a gamey entertainment angle on it, and try to, at least, maybe like honor or make you. Uh, what what like I'm trying to the think immersion. Of. My immersion. Yeah. yeah, the immersion of it and how like probably horrible it was yeah yeah um yeah i mean from what i saw in the graphics wise i was not too impressed because i was like this game does look like it's from 2004 uh when they kind of showed some of the some of the stuff i really hope i mean if it's anything like ready or not i mean ready or not i would say personally is the best pre-alpha or alpha game i have ever played like it that it looks like a full game what do you play it uh, you could see the cracks for sure. Like, don't get wrong, it's yeah. not perfect. But I mean, for being pre-alpha or alpha or whatever it's in right now, like it runs very well, uh, and it looks amazing. And the gameplay mechanic, you know, it, it's nice where it's a good balance of slow and quick. And the sound design, whoever did the sound design, uh, that saying that's like, uh, you know, the silence is so loud. That game is the yeah. embodiment of that. Because it's so yeah. quiet, and then you like kind of walk outside, and you'll hear like the air conditioner, you know, kind of like rumble. It, but it's just this deafening silence and eeriness. Yeah. And there's people behind the door, you know, like when you you use a mirror gun, it's like three armed suspects, and you're just freaking out. So, oh my god, so good. I think they and it's they, just they, those they footsteps as well. Oh yeah. my god, they, I know. I think they've definitely like nailed the graphics. And the the overall like lighting of the game is really yeah. good. Like the, yeah, the way yeah. things look, it's not necessarily realistic. I've always like thought like this suffers from the video game flashlight syndrome where the flashlight is like 
a circle of light that doesn't quite illuminate anything else, you know? Uh, it's just like the spot to uh, at which you're shining the flashlight on and everything else is still dark, which is not real life, right? Um, but, you know, it, it's like, it's very moody. Uh, it's very atmospheric. What's up, Nordic? And you're they have nailed right. that like day absolutely. one, it seems. So that's really good. Crucius here on chat is asking if I was on vacation. And I am on vacation. I forgot to mention this on the last podcast. So I'm recording from not my usual office uh, or studio or whatever. Um, and next episode, I will be recording from the beach. So Ooh, <laughs> that's nice. going to be quite interesting because also the internet happens to be absolute garbage uh, where I'm going. So we'll try and get there, I guess. Uh, you know, we'll try and, and do the podcast. Hopefully... We, Everything runs perfectly. If it doesn't, then because like I don't think I'm going to be able to stream it. Maybe. Uh, so if I'm not streaming it, then Roz is going to be streaming it, and I'll just like put the like the the audio will be up, right? Because it's just a Discord call that should work just fine. Yeah. Um, I did bring my microphone and everything, so I have good quality. Nice. And uh, yeah. Uh, Nordic says sounds can really make or break an experience. Absolutely. I think that yes. game's like yes. a perfect example of it making it for sure. So the yeah. other perfect example was World War Three. Well I think World War Three is a really good game. The audio in yeah. World War Three is terrible right now. That's one of the main reasons a lot of people aren't yeah. playing it, is because the really? audio sucks. Yeah. It, it's, it's like you can hear a tank, it will sound like it's next to you, but it's on the other side of the map. And the the whole spatial audio, like um, oh, so it sounds like yeah, someone's shooting really at you from bad. the other side of uh, like a behind a wall, but they're not behind a wall. It's it's not right at all. That's and a strange like that case. since the veteran alpha. It's been like that for months. Really? Yeah, that's a strange case where yeah. the it's like you've never played a game with audio as bad as we're worthy. Like, really? Seriously? Oh wow! Yes, I heard a lot of good it's, things, and they're like, "This is the new Battlefield killer." But then oh, it just went like away. The, the gameplay itself, the gameplay itself, on the game design, the way it blends elements from Battlefield and Call of Duty uh, together with a more hardcore-ish kind of thing, it's yeah. really solid and really entertaining. But the audio is the, when you're inside a vehicle specifically, like when you're inside a tank. There's literally no sound. It's like your like oh, your eardrums weird. have stopped working. Uh, <laughs> you can't hear anything at all except for maybe when you shoot, and everything else is like minus fifty decibels or something. Huh. Uh, it's really, really, really bad. I, um, I hopefully they can fix that because that's a like I would play that over Battlefield 2042 any day. Uh, um. What about a uh, uh, sandstorm? I wa I haven't played it personally. I know Insurgency. you have, Terry. Yeah, yeah. But I heard the sound design in that game is pretty solid. Yeah, for me, sandstorm, like pretty much every part of the game is awesome. I just, really? if it was larger yeah. scale, we'll say Battlefield, yeah. Hell Let Loose size. I honestly probably wouldn't be playing Hell Let Loose that much. I'd be really? playing that game because sandstorm for me. Uh, I absolutely love the gunplay. It's like every weapon has like high recoil, but you can easily quite control it. You have to pull your mouse down to, you know, all the way to like the bottom of your mouse pad and off your desk, but you can control it. And I think it's just very, 
very satisfying gunplay. Oh man, I'll have that. to try yeah. it with you sometime. It like the thing that I didn't expect about Insurgency Sandstorm was uh, precisely the scale. Um, I thought it was going to be like a more like Battlefield style mm. or Hell Loose or something, and or, or or something at least like in between Counter Strike and that scale. And it's really not. It's really the Counter Strike scale. Like it's yeah. small maps were you know holding angles on corridors and stuff like that, knowing where to push and which is yeah like you're, the point where you reach that if you go past this point you're gonna get shot by the the dude that just like ran from the spawn and is mm. holding the angle right, like that type of map knowledge, that is the game, and I played Counter Strike like when Counter Strike came out basically right like one point. I started at like 1.2 or something and played until like Source. Um, so I played like whatever, five years of Counter-Strike. And, you know, like I, I've had my time with that style of game. I know what it is. Like not necessarily interested in that right now. So like, yeah, I haven't installed, but it's not a game that I, I'll be playing at all, I think. It's just... Yeah, the maps... Like, I'm, I'm past like... that, I guess. I, I'm interested in other stuff right now. They're like oh. they're like a narrow. I say narrow I in design, like Counter Strike Day of Defeat, but then stretched. Did I lose like, connection here? It can be large, but not fully scale large. It's just like long. Ooh. They can be narrow and long. Some of the maps are. Ooh, so hold not on. As, not I lost... as small as Counter Strike. Hold on, I lost connection for for a sec. This I... guy. <clears throat> yeah. Argentina internet. Okay, so definitely my 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 stream crapped out. Now it's good again but the connection yeah, is back. definitely inconsistent all right it's back cool but yeah i'll say they're they're quite narrow but then yeah. some maps can be long so it is does have that counter strike day defeat feel hmm. to it yeah i'd like to play it um on yeah. my uh tiktok i had some people comment and they were like you should really try sandstorm i think you'd like it um they're like oh sandstorm is way better than hell of loose blah, blah blah and i was like bet I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd, a, I'd be interested to try it. I mean, I'm always yeah. down to try new games, so that would be interesting. All right. But what else have you guys been playing, if anything at all, apart from like Hell at Loose and uh, Ready or Not? So, playing, I've, uh, so, you know, you, you know, I've been playing Mass Effect 1, finished that, now yeah. just starting Mass Effect 2, and the, the difference between the two games is quite insane when it comes to the like the actual combat, they made such a massive yeah. improvement in Mass Effect 2, which I hope they would have yeah. actually improved the Mass Effect 1 remake or remaster a bit, but they didn't really. You're playing the remaster? On yeah, the Legendary Game Edition. Pass, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was looking into nice. that. That's cool. Um, so started that. I then also I've, I started and finished Wolfenstein Old Blood, which is a prequel oh. to New Blood. Which New Blood was the first game out of this recent few games we've had. Yeah. Because I sort of realized I the... never. I felt... With the what? <laughs> no, that's not the one with the two girls, right? No, that's, that's Young Blood. Yeah, this okay, is yeah. technically so I did the play second game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember. Yes. Okay. So I started that, finished that already. Still holds up what today. What do you think of it? Psst. I think it's just yeah, it's still really good. Still just a really good shooter. It is, you know. 
Still looks good yeah. as well. But it was locked to 60 FPS, yeah. which is weird. Really? I like um, the yeah. Yes. Probably I like the first passes. game better than the second one. Oh, this is this like, is the sort of like game 1.5. It was a prequel but like a smaller yeah. game released. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't know, there's there's something about it that um just like I first like I, I like I was felt it like zombies? it didn't expand on the on the gameplay. Uh my man Tax Watch, you know. Um yeah. and I just got kind of tired of it by by the time yeah. I was like halfway through cuz I I played like the first one and then played that one like straight away and I was like, "Yeah, like m- too much of the <laughs> same." I played just the demo for like the newest, well the newer one at the time. So it's probably Old Blood or I don't know. Young Blood. Yeah, Yeah. the the newest. Yeah, yeah. That that's supposed to be not very good. Something Blood, but I don't know. I I just liked. I mean, I liked it as is. It seemed pretty cool. Like the shooting mechanic. I mean, it's just a. It's just like a old style software. Can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just one thing that we were starting to talk about before the podcast started was uh, me and Terry have been reading some books. You know, using our eyes for something other than uh, <laughs> video games for once. Uh, Terry's been reading a fantastic series, which is uh, very much suffering from the George R. R. Martin syndrome right yeah. now, which is um, Name of the Wind by Patrick yeah. Rothfuss. Rothfuss? Is yeah. That how you so the that? series, yeah, it's called The King Killer Chronicle. Yes. Um, the first book That's came out in 2007. So second Absolutely one, 2011. Right, read the first two saying. books. I'm, well, I'm now going back through the first one on audiobook because, because I am pretty much it's the first audiobook I'm listening to. Really enjoying it so far. But yeah, it's like what ten? You could say ten to eleven year wait for, for the third yeah. book. Damn. Yeah, I'm and gonna have it's to really read. Good. He did read the prologue, apparently, or the first chapter or something for the third book, which is supposed to be the, the last in the King Killer, King Killer Chronicles trilogy, like, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I haven't checked that out, but hopefully that's a, some indication that the third book might be coming in sometime between, like, here and the next, like, ten years, right? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to read, read it, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not. If I'm you're just, I'm no, sorry. I'm not gonna listen to it either. Yeah, it's not my style to like have those like breadcrumb pieces of you know book before the actual book. Um, but that's a really fantastic game. And if you're listening book. to audiobook, I will recommend. <laughs> if that's your first audiobook, um, I also listen to audiobooks. I really enjoy it. Like I thought I wouldn't, but it's really enjoyable. And there's uh, a series, uh, also a fantasy style series, called um, "The Lies of Locke Lamora." The, the series is actually called "The Gentleman Bastards," and the audiobook version, like if there was an Oscar for audiobooks or some even more prestigious award, this would take it, like bar none. It is so good. The narration is so perfect. The way the guy makes like the different voices for the characters and the narration style, the tone, the clarity of the voice, it is absolutely fantastic. And it also happens to be a really, really good book and just like book series. They're all really good. So that's a definitely like recommendation for me. 
and I'm also listening to a book and reading it. Uh, I'm going over the first book in the Stormlight Archive series by Brandon Sanderson, who's the author of Mistborn and the guy that's finishing up the Wheel of Time series, which I, I've never read. Uh, but I read Mistborn by him, the first three books. It's like, that's like a trilogy, and then there's like a second trilogy for Mistborn. But now I'm starting the Stormlight Ar Archives, and it took me a while to get into that book because it's so fantastic. Like, the world building is so fantastical. Like, there's no trees. There's just, like, rock things with, yeah. like, protruding plant things, and there's not... It's just, like... A completely alien planet, right? Like, imagine, like, a story being told in a, like, absolutely alien planet. And it's being told, like, this is the way things are, right? Um, and, yeah, I, I was listening to that on audiobook. And I would read things, like, I would listen to things and I would, like, did I just, did he just say that? Like, it's, it's, it, it, like, is, did I, there's a concept in the book of this, like, spren spiritual spiritual thingies so like when you're in pain uh like tiny ethereal red hands spring out of your body and stuff like that and when you at first like like conceive of that, of that it's like that's such a weird thing you know like it, it took me a while uh, and i actually downloaded the book and started reading the book because I wanted to make sure that I was like catching everything that uh, that there is to catch. It's such a bizarre thing, mm. uh, but it's really good. Now it's starting to ramp up in the like the second half of the book, and I'm really starting to enjoy it. It's really good. I really See, I've read the first it. two books, and I know I, I don't know exactly where on where you are in the story, but I guess and you are coming up soon to these moments. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these, yeah, these spren, it's like, um, it's almost like they can be physical, not physical embodiments, but they're there for emotions. Like someone can get really angry, then you could get anger spren appearing around them. They could be like, I can't yeah. remember what the color are, but they're red. Like, like a Goku possibly. aura <laughs> or something. It's, yeah, sort of. It's, it's like strange, but then there's yeah, element-based ones and yeah. And there's things One like thing that I... spren and it's just weird. But it works. It One works thing well. that I... Oh, hey, hold on. Crucius, hey, I'm about to listen to that as well. My sister said the audiobook is good. First book is all world building, so it's slow. Yes. One thing about the audiobook, I really dislike the narration of the female uh, narrator. Like, there's, there's two main characters, basically, in the book. One of them is female, and that takes, like, uh, a female narrator narrates that part. And I just... I, I don't think she's as good as the male counterpart doing the other narration. Like, it's uh, just like something about her voice that is just not vibing with me. One thing that I do want to mention is that both the Stormlight Archive, Mistborn, and Name of the Wind have in common that is absolutely awesome is the magic system. It's this like really physics physics based uh, thing where interactions like what can be done and what can't be done is very much um, set by specific rules, if that makes sense. Did I just lose you guys? Yeah. No, uh, I hear okay. you. No, no. We're still here. Just, yeah, cause All right. I'm, I'm, it's been a while since I've read the first two, but... 
Yeah, yeah. and I haven't read the Mistborn or anything. Is, is Mistborn the series where they have different metals that do different things? Yes. I think I've read one of them, yeah. Yes, That's cool. they have different metals, and there's this very, like, conservation of energy thing going yeah, on yeah. in Name of the Wind, Mistborn, and Stormlight that I really like, because it's not, like, unlimited magical power to anyone. It's more yeah, like it's not Harry Potter, basically. Yeah, that's something that I really... I, I never read the books, but I watched the Harry Potter movies, and I really, really dislike the fact that yeah. like magic seemed to be this like random thing um, and not yeah. clearly defined. So, so if in, you're um, into that, definitely check those out. Nordic said so give an the, example. Uh, he just Go has ahead, the Rez. third book on uh, Stormlight, is what he was saying, in chat. Yeah. But for nice. Name of the Wind, how magic's how magic works you have to get like a almost like an energy source so you could draw in something from a fire because you, know, you could use that as an energy source or your own blood but that's gonna have a negative effect on you because you're drawing heat away from your own body to potentially yes. do something so you can't just be like there's a wand and do something it's i need to get this energy to do this thing yeah and that's yeah that's that's good it makes it I don't know, it just makes it more sort of interesting. It's just not like expelly whatever, expelly armors, yeah. whatever, and pew, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've got to actually quickly do something and put something together in, yeah, in I... my mind. And they go into how you have to do it in your head and like separate yes. your mind into two places and do this. Yeah, it's it's well done. It's really interesting, and 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 it really raises the stakes and presents like these clear risk reward situations. Uh, and you know limitations uh, which make the thing awesome there's a quote there's like a guide to magic in books by uh, Sanderson in which he goes over how he creates uh, magical systems for the books and there's these like you know present the reader with like the limitations, but also present them with the cool powers. And in the case of needing to err on the side of cool powers or limitations, always err on the side of cool powers or, or something like that. I don't remember exactly the way the wording he used, but it, yeah, like the dude's really talented, really talented. And he's a very prolific book writer as well. So that's really cool. Man. I can't, uh, I can't get into reading, man. But I read the Twitch chat, am I right, boys? Smoke weed. Every day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't really get into uh, into reading too much myself, honestly. But I've just been watching a ton of anime, bro. Demon Slayer season two has picked up so fucking much. I am loving it. So good. It's Plus. so good. Raz, I've watched like uh, two episodes of Season Slayer, and uh, this might be actually a really good time to get into that because I'm gonna have some um, some free time now Dude. that I'm on vacation. It's amazing. And like I've seen, uh, what was it? I, I saw um, Critical Moist Critical's like top anime list or whatever, and mm -hmm. he was like um, Demon Slayer and. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen or yes, something like that? Yes, that is That's so, supposed to be like top tier? So anyone that follows me, uh, that's my that's my follow thing uh, from Jujutsu Kaisen. The, Thank you nice. so much, best of friend of that thing. That's from Jujutsu. Um, but yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, amazing. It's uh, like about magic and Demon Slayer is just kind of like a sword, like 
like not samurai yeah kind of like samurai-esque but man is it so good crucius season one was amazing season two has been getting way better only gripe with the season one is the whiny slayer common anime trope yeah no i i get it i get it season two it just picks up uh pretty fast in the first two episodes and then like now oh my god the battles are so good if you also like battles too uh like fighting um check out uh fire force fire force has some of the best um animation for for fighting like i've ever seen so so good the water sword animation yeah it's it's interesting because it looks so good it looks like a modern uh well because it is right a modern anime but it just looks uh has that like classic traditional like japanese uh like art style with the water um and the the crashing oh waves. like the the white wave thing that's exactly what it looks like yeah that's like nice. uh, one of his abilities with the sword and it looks really well done in the show so highly highly recommend if you guys haven't that's dude Rez's we need like you corner. need to <laughs> so i used to lula is my wife by the way so whenever i talk about lula that's my wife um we used to watch Naruto with Lula when we yeah, first yeah. met. And we watched, like, everything up to, like, halfway through Shippuden that got, like, I, I think Shippuden, like, really lost the quality um, in terms of the, the original anime and just the original storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, like, it goes off the rails too much. But uh, we watched that, and we watched, like, several <laughs> anime movies together that we've enjoyed. But they've all been like super mainstream right so the last one we watched ha- uh, was your name and that was all right um but yeah i really want some like anime recommendations for movies specifically that i can watch with my wife like cool specifically like think that's uh where the art style is really good like that's something we really enjoy so yeah so, i would really throw those two out um if you ever watch it like uh uh death note is a great one to kind of like dip your toes into like anime because it's it's anime but it's not like the classic anime it's more like story driven anime which i really like another good one black clover that i've watched really really good uh that's a more recent one that i watched um and then uh uh if you have crunchyroll there's this one fuck i can't remember the name it's like hero high school or something not my hero academia it's like some other one god the god uh, of assassination classroom that's a good oh yeah the like god, of, god of high yeah. school very good i was surprised i think it's like a crunchy roll exclusive really good but yes Ooh. crucius all right i am weeb bora for from now on yes <laughs> raz is going to be our resident like anime expert i think <laughs> i got you yeah i got you anything anime, <laughs> yeah. let me know <laughs> As a South American, I'm the resident corruption analyst, and uh, I guess uh, Terry's the tea fanat tea. Uh, a- Do you really analyst, like tea, connoisseur? Dude, I yeah, hate tea. I hate tea. What I was drinking earlier? God, oh, I like the dog, Dad. Dude, I hate tea so much, so so much. Weirdo. I've never been a tea. You know, I think the reason why. Quick story. I know, just quick, quick, quick side side note. Like I was. Uh, this is when I was really young. Uh, I always get car sick, like motion sickness if I sit in the back of a car. And my family and I drove up. I live in uh, Florida. We were driving up to Buffalo, New York, where my dad's from. So it's a long-ass drive for you guys that may not know. Uh, literally from the whole south from to the, the north, right? Yeah, complete south to complete north of the U.S. And um, I got so sick. We stopped 
uh, like in North Carolina or something. And I was like puking out of the car. And my dad's like, here, uh, like, let's get you some, some tea. And so we get some tea. I drank it and I just threw up so much more. <laughs> and so I think it's like one of those things where now I have PTSD because I flash back to that moment. Every time I have tea, I'm like, this is tastes like vomit. It's awful. Hate it. Well, when when you said tea, was it an actual cup of tea or like sweet tea or, or iced tea? I think it was like iced tea or some shit. Right, because that's not tea. It's all the same <laughs> shit to me, man. It's not tea. I've had that's regular tea. Water. I've had like regular tea. I've had sweet tea. I've had iced tea. Like I've had all the different tea. Like I've tried yeah, it see, multiple times. It's terrible every a time. Proper maybe. brew, right? Just put your tea bag in, boil you know, boil up some water, put that in like, you know, doing a coffee. Give it a good stir and leave it leave it for about a minute or two. Then uh, you know, top it up with some milk. Like a shot milk. of milk. Maybe. Yeah, milk. Yeah. And uh. then take your tea bag out and boom, there you go. It should I, look, I appreciate uh, tea, but I'm not a tea fanatic. Yeah. 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 I'll Buffalo, have like uh, one tea every week or something. No, 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 no. I uh he's from Grand Island, uh big Grand Island uh Buffalo. And uh one thing he, that I it's so funny. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, one thing that uh, that I'm struggling with, like we drink mate here, right? Uh, which is like the inverse of tea, where you instead of putting like a, a paper bag with the herbs inside of it in the water, you put the herbs in the water, and then you drink through a straw that has holes in it, so you don't drink the the actual herb. Okay. Uh, you just drink the water, right? That it's it's an inverse tea, um, but it's really it has a strong laxative effect and it will like, <laughs> yes. your uh, <laughs> yeah it, it will produce like some acidity in your stomach for some people and it definitely that's definitely the case for me it's i really really oh. like it but i can't really drink it so it's this awful situation where i wake up and i'm like i want to drink mate but i know if i drink mate i'm gonna like spend the rest of the day not enjoying myself <laughs> You know? Do you guys like so, coffee? I'm not a coffee yeah, person obviously. either. No, see, yeah, I I'm not a coffee. coffee person either. Uh, like, I will drink coffee, and I do have like good coffee at home. Uh, I'm not I can like, see that. super into it, but I, I, I enjoy good coffee. Like, I oh. will enjoy it, but I'm not. It's not something that I will drink every single day. Big has one coffee pot a day. Oh, I can't do. Oh coffee, man, I can't. my stomach. I don't know if it's because I'm old or because <laughs> I've abused it for too long or something. <laughs> <laughs> but my stomach cannot handle like coffee in large amounts or mate or in fact like just like heavier food in general like pizza and you know fried stuff and stuff like that is now an issue for my body. Yeah. I'm getting old guys. I can't do I'm red really, meat. like not get... gonna be able to aim in hella loose in I the know. next two years. I get so sick eating red meat, man. Like, I'll eat a steak once in a while. Really? I love steak, but I get so sick eating red meat. So I, I try to stay away from, from, like, ground beef or anything like that. God, that sucks. Know, my stomach is so sensitive. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, that's probably the case then. If you can't stomach yeah. tea or, or coffee, that's probably what's going on. God, am I getting old? The body's... God. <laughs> what I, I mean... Have you got any gray hairs yet? All right, I'm Latino, little known fact. So I do have a lot you of gray hairs. I am, yeah. My mom's from uh, Honduras. 
<laughs> I am. I have. I have gray. Hair. It's probably my team at work. My team is killing me. I'm just like you guys got to get. I didn't your know shit like together. gray hairs and Latino was like an association there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I have a lot of. Uh, well, in Florida, we have a lot of Latinos. Um, like Miami, you know, like uh, not as much in Central, um, but South we have a lot. So yeah, like uh, it's kind of an association where Latinos we have very thick hair. We have. I mean, you would. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess, yeah, but yeah. look, I mean, I, 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 you can't really see right now, but I have yeah, a you have hairs. you have some streaks there, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like a couple yeah. white hairs. I'm also pulling uh, out my hair. I'm going fucking crazy, but oh, I'm going bald. I've been going bald <laughs> since I was born. God, that's so my it's biggest not fear. New. I don't know. Like my hairline seems like it's going pretty high, so I don't want to go bald. I like my hair. I, I don't mind because if it goes white, I could just dye it. You know, but like. I don't want to go bald. Photo Sniper says, uh, book club, tea club, hair for men club, but <laughs> yeah. not the gaming club. <laughs> well, talking about hair, I'm over to a haircut, so I'll get yeah, that out of the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> if a uh, hair company wants to sponsor us, we, we don't mind yeah. doing trials. <laughs> also, like, if any, like, stomach ulcer uh, medication wants to sponsor us as well, uh, you know, yeah. that would be yeah. really welcome. Old, old, old men products please yeah <laughs> oh my god viagra no no, no, no. Not, that not that not that old. <laughs> There's, that, that's Sponsored what that's what viagra. all the atom is for yeah <laughs> squatty <body>. yeah <laughs> men's adult diapers <laughs> oh, oh man god. all yeah. right I think Ross, you need to read books. Reading books is is good. Oh, I just don't um, have time. I guess I guess I can probably get into it, but uh, audio books are for nerds, uh, right? I went from listening to podcasts to to the audiobooks, <laughs> and that's been super good. Like, um, yeah, like when you have to do anything like mundane. I thought I I wouldn't be able to like uh, follow the plot of what's going on, mm. but you totally can. Uh, you absolutely can. And it's like hearing someone tell you a story, right? At first, it's kind of complicated, but then once you get into it, it's really good. And I think Audible has, like, if you create an account, you get, like, one free credit that's worth, that's good for, like, any book in their catalog. So I highly recommend you use that credit for uh, Lock Lamora because that's a really good book. And as I said before, the audio version is just absolutely fantastic. Do you have a commute? I personally don't because I work from home. I do. As a YouTube man. <laughs> I uh, I drive like Mostly. 25 30 minutes. I usually like usually while I drive to work, I actually watch like these guys videos. I like listen to their videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I like don't that's watch while not I drive. Safe. No, no. But I I, I okay. listen to them. Um, and that's kind of where I listen to like my YouTube stuff or, or if I have like a podcast, like I watch the H3 podcast a lot and I'll listen to their podcast too. H3, H3. Um, that's where I could yeah. see most of my podcasts. Like if you, an hour and a half, damn, that's pretty far. Jeez. That's how I, how much I commuted back when I was working, uh, in a big corporation, I would spend like 40, 45 minutes, uh, going back and then going, you know, like going in, uh, yeah, like 45 or 40 minutes per oh, okay. trip, I'm going to say. That, that's yeah, what so said. like an hour and a half. Yeah. That makes sense. So that uh, I, I at first like music, podcasts and stuff like that. But then you get tired of that stuff and you're looking for something else. 
and that's when I hit audiobooks and just like uh, they're awesome. They are yeah. really, really I'll check awesome. them out then. I'll check them out if you guys yeah. suggest them. Especially if it's free, you know, like you can just download one and give it a try. So uh, we got about, what, 45 minutes left, right? So we're about to our next section here. So Terry. Yep. Terry's News Corner. Yeah. Terry, all you, man. So three. Oh, yeah. I got <laughs> this thing. Up. All right, go, Terry. <laughs> you got the horn. You stole the horn from me. <laughs> I got it. I got the whole soundboard. I also. Have, I got. Like, I went on vacation, so 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 Ross is uh, taking care of the horn while I'm away. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. All right, Terry. All you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we've had technically we'll say three new star wars titles have been announced um one of them is a sequel to a game that mono hates uh, star wars jedi fallen order yes um i'm really looking forward to that because the right the the wording on the article like i mean no you know now that you're talking about it like in the star wars jedi yeah, but franchise. Star Wars Jedi, you have like Star Wars Jedi Academy, Star Wars Jedi Outcast 1 and 2. Nah, so, it's not going to be that. I mean, obviously it's not going to be that. It's going to be a uh, Fallen Order thing, which, yeah, whatever. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to it because I really enjoyed the game. But, I, it, you know, it, it's it's basically a Dark Souls game in Star Wars coating. And I'm a big fan of um, Souls games. Raz, I know you liked Fallen yeah, Order. Yeah, I, I love right? Fallen Order. So I am so excited for this next one. And uh, if you haven't watched Boba Fett, might be a little uh, Easter egg or something uh, that relates. Yeah, to I it saw that in the in the new episode. So no spoilers. Really? I mean, yeah. So because yeah. check check it out. What I'm planning to do because I haven't even watched The Mandalorian any of it. What? Oh my god, oh, dude! No, I'm going to do watch party. Right? No, 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 no! Just wait, just wait. This is this is the grand master plan from Terry Dactyl coming to huh? you live or live? on the podcast if you're if you're listening to it later. <laughs> um, I haven't watched any because when <laughs> so with uh, the Mandalorian, there's like a a bunch of other characters, not new characters, but older Star Wars characters that were not introduced in the films, were introduced in other series that get put in, and these are big mm. loved characters like. Uh, I don't know if I say her name right, but Osaka, Osaka oh, Tano. Ahsoka, right? Ahsoka, right? Ahsoka. Um, <laughs> and I don't know anything about her, but I know she's a loved character. So I'm going to go back and watch Spoiler. the oh, Clone Wars oh, um, yes. series. And I think, is there, is it Resistance Rebels. it's called as well? No, Rebels, no, no. right. Yeah, Rebels. But I'm going to watch those in, you know, find some website which will tell me what's these series in you know in this particular order then i'll go on to the mandalorian so then i'm like a bit more invested when these yeah. other people show up honestly i would say like to me uh, i've watched everything uh, but you could just like for for clone wars honestly it makes one two and three seem like masterpieces uh for star wars but it, it does no, no no i'm telling you i'm telling you <laughs> It makes it seem like it's so good. You go back and watch one, two, three, and they're just terrible. But it yes. adds so much context to it. So if you're gonna go back and watch it, like if you don't want to watch the whole thing, uh, watch from like spoiler alert, uh, the uh, I think it's season four season. or five. Darth Maul. Watch Darth Maul going forward. Then that's all you gotta watch. Watch all Rebels. 
Darth Maul going forwards from Clone Wars. Uh, so it's Clone Wars. Uh, watch uh, uh, Rebels and then watch Mandalorian. That's the order. Okay. So Honestly, good. like Mandalorian, I don't know if like I haven't watched Babba Fett. I did watch the Mandalorian. I thought it was okay. Get it's the like, fuck out of here. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, hear me out. So the new movies absolutely suck, right? Uh, I think we can all agree on yeah. that. Like yeah. the, the new movies are just not good. Um, Mandalorian was a breath of fresh air in the sense that it doesn't suck, but it's not. It's not a masterpiece, dude. Like no, 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 no way. No. It's it's not a masterpiece. It's like a seven out of There's, ten or something. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's okay. It's decent. It's entertaining. It's well shot. The actors are good. The the cinography, camera work, special effects, like the production values there, and it's really good. That's about it. Like that's. It, it's a good Star Wars product, and th- but there's nothing favorite... special about it. I think. I think like there's aside from the Mandalorian himself, who is a cool character, but there's a dozen cool characters like yeah. him everywhere. You know, so my favorite just like, would be like Rogue I wasn't one. wowed by it. Rogue One is amazing. That is a Rogue One is really good. Surprisingly, really good. Yeah, probably the best. Yes, but yes, uh, yes. What I like about like clone wars and stuff again not to get too much into it but just it adds so much backstory and it makes you care about all the characters a lot more so when you do watch mandalorian it'll mean a lot more um and and they like oh my god there's one specific battle in rebels that is like the best battle to me like not visually necessarily but just like emotionally with the characters i'm just like God, how is this potentially like a kid show? This is so good. My freaking uh, my, my I think waterworks. God bless. <laughs> I think we can I'm all agree. Cry. I think we can all agree that the video games are where Star Wars has like sh- shined the most. Like the especially like I I don't like Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast one and two. Uh, Dark Forces, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, uh, Rebel Alliance, like nice all of those games. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. I never played uh, Knights of the Old Republic, but I am aware that it's really good. Um, Don't look yeah. at any story information if no, you play the remake. No, no, no. no, I will play the remake, yes. I know some details about the story because just like, Things have seeped through uh, mm. across the years, right? Um, but like, I think I think the Star Wars video games are where it's always been at, and you know, obviously the original trilogy. But you watch the original trilogy today, and like, it's it's a slow pace. Like, if, if you don't have any nostalgia for them, uh, and you just watch them watch them today, like my kids have watched them. And they, they don't really get into them, you know, and stuff like that. Because once I think you've, you've taken away the appeal of seeing, seeing, like, lightsabers and hearing the sounds for the first time and the TIE fighter design and everything, once that's in into your culture and you have that going into those movies, then a lot of the magic is just not there, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. All right, so three Star Wars games. One is a sequel to... Yeah to um fallen order. fall order right yeah. yes and then we've got and a strategy game 
which is going to be developed in collaboration between Respawn, you know, you know Respawn are, and a developer called BitReactor, who Re- are actually Respawn? leading development. Respawn, Respawn does um, what? they made Fallen Order. Apex Legends Apex. Oh, okay, and okay, okay, okay. Uh, Fallen Order. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, this is other studio called BitReactor, who are going to be the main XCOM and Civilization. Uh, yeah, they've With got XCOM for veterans. What? No, they've got veterans from Firaxis. That's that's who Bit, Re- oh. Bit Reactor are. So they've got okay. you know strategy veterans there, which is which is good. But we've got no idea what game that could be. Could be a traditional RTS, which I think Empire at War was. I think like a traditional RTS. And by traditional, I mean like Command and Conquer style. Or it could be more of a four X game like Civilization. Or it might I, be something like XCOM. <laughs> We've got no idea. I think it's going to be a more tactical game like XCOM. Uh, you know, so. like Gears Love of that. War Tactics was, I think, well received, though I didn't see much about it. XCOM obviously is a very beloved series, and now we have like there, I think that genre is uh, in for a, a big boom um, in the coming years. We have um, I mentioned uh, XCOM. I mentioned uh, Gears. And now we have Metal Slug Tactics, if you know that Metal Slug arcade game, which yeah. you should because it's really good. Oh my god, Raz, you don't. And wow. we also have wow. Triangle Strategy coming in as a spiritual successor to um, like Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactics Ogre coming to the Switch on March 4th. So, yeah, like I think a, a, an XCOM style Star Wars thing could be super cool. I, oh, Crucial says, super stoked for Metal Slug Tactics. If you haven't checked out the Metal Slug Tactics video, the art style in that game is spectacular. It looks so good. I can't wait for that. And the third one is, uh, the third Star Wars game is uh, an FPS, right? Yeah, which um, is interesting, really interesting in itself. Not only just because, you know, first-person shooter, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people would love to see sort of We'll say the journey of Kyle Katan carried on, but that never will because he's like, uh, what's what's the old like storyline now being classes as like legends or something? Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not like canon anymore. So yeah, we're not going to get yeah. a Kyle Katan thing. Um, but does it also mean like what's happening to Battlefront? Could this be a sequel to Battlefront? A lot of people else. really liked Battlefront. Right. Like as shit yes. releases it had, and like the the whole controversy around it with the uh, you know the in-game purchases, it has one of the most loyal fan bases of any Star Wars game right now. It is yeah like, yeah, the yeah. Mods it, it's really good. Have taken off. There is one major glitch though right now, the zero HP glitch or one HP glitch, where apparently like people can do this glitch sometimes actively, sometimes it just happens. But they will, they can never die, so they just oh. kill everything and everyone. <laughs> and like oh. EA hasn't been able to patch it, so uh, great. So yeah, it's like ruined the game. Yeah. But the the modding oh, community is huge in that game right now. They've modded every like Star Wars character, so I I, I could see that hap- uh, coming back. I mean, it did pretty well. The news about that is that you know if they are bringing back. Battlefront, that means DICE isn't developing Battlefront, and that could yeah. be a possible indication that EA is really not happy with DICE. And, yeah. you know, I wonder why that could be. So, the on thing our is... weekly shit on Battlefield 2042 <laughs> moment. 
if I quickly say about EA, um, if you go through the history of how many big studios EA has bought and then shut down, companies that are making good games, popular franchises, and then EA says, oh, let's do this with this studio. A studio fails, gets shut down. You need to just, you know, I'll point at um, uh, Visceral. I think it's Visceral. You know, they came in... Uh... Dead Space, Dead Space, Dead Space Space Two, absolutely amazing. EA were like, right, let's push, push it more of a co-op angle, get more action in, get more microtransactions in. People hated Dead Space Three because because of it. I didn't even, I barely played Dead Space Three, and then they said, okay, you know that didn't do well, so let's push you onto something that you're not really in tune with developing, Battlefield Hardline, and then we'll close you down afterwards because probably Hardline didn't perform that well because people didn't really want that. And that was EA's decision to do that. And it was yeah. EA's also bat- push also Hardline- for 2042. Yeah, Hardline uh, released a year after Battlefield 4, I want to say. I will say, Hardline had some decent gunplay. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I never played gunplay. it. Oh, yeah. The Levolution was pretty fucking sweet. Uh, I was kind of down with it. Like there was a hard line. Crane, I I, I think the problem was like the the battlefield audience is not up for no, a yearly release, you know, and it never terrible. has been. Yeah. That's why uh, Battlefield twenty one forty two failed because people were still playing Battlefield two and didn't really want to get into a different game, you know. Yeah. And uh, when that came out, I remember a lot of my friends were like, "Dude, you know, like I don't know if I want to play pay sixty dollars to play a game to yeah. replace a game that I'm already playing." Like I, I, I want to mm. keep playing Battlefield Four, right? Um, yeah. No, it wasn't Battlefield yeah. Four. It was uh, Battlefield Two. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it was also but that could be yeah. With Battlefield, oh, it's yeah. a war. You know, it's just a military shooter, not cops and robbers. And it probably was yeah. EA who said, "Let's try this." And well, yes. I think everyone's heard the rumors with twenty forty two about. EA wanted to push specialists. They wanted to initially push it as a battle royale. So they were pushing all this onto dice, which, you know, screwed them over. And mm. I'm not surprised if dice gets shut down after their next game if, if, if it doesn't perform well. Because that's EA, really. You really yeah. think that's dice what they do. Ah, well, they shut, they've, they've shut down studios dice, that were maybe even they're going to sell it to Microsoft. Oh God! Dice is such a big <laughs> studio. I don't. I don't know. I think there's. Well, they've ha- they've had three uns- not three, but t- at least two unsuccessful battlefields, right? Battlefield Five, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two is just absolutely like the the players have completely abandoned the game by now, um, yeah. and you know the rumors about it going free to play definitely don't help. Crucius. The- through a good point. He says, I think they're too reliant on Frostbite, Dice's engine. That's probably a good yes. point. A lot of games. And I think there was a game, uh, was it Horizon that I heard in the news? They were uh, they were trying to get Horizon to use Frostbite. Or like a game that uses Unreal to use Frostbite. What, just what game is Horizon? Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever? No, that no, uses no, no, a different no, 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 engine. No. Uh, an inbuilt engine. That's, that uses the well, well, Gorilla... So- so that's engine which I is like developed in house by them. They were trying to get them to use that or get like one other studio to get them to use Frostbite and it just did not work. So I, I think know. that was that was the case with BioWare and the game they're like Andromeda. I think the game they're developing now yes, the Andromeda Dragon Age 4 
I think Dragon Age yeah. 4 started off as a Frostbite thing, and then they were like, nah, dude, we're going to use some real because this yeah. shit doesn't work. Some of them are moving away from it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe DICE gets turned into this like tech support maybe. or support studio or something instead of a creative, you know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I mean it it's works definitely great. not performing as expected, right? It works Why great, I think they could but... shut down DICE, though, is I'll give you, I'll fire off some names of big studios they've shut down and killed off mm-hmm. so it's westwood created command and conquer you don't yeah. shut down a company like that um this might be a bit before your time raz but bullfrog they've yeah. created oh. a bunch of big games syndicate syndicate Populous, oh my god dungeon keeper they were huge um origin who created the ultima series is probably before your time raz and like Ultima yeah. online um yeah let's have a look at some yeah it wouldn't be the first like it's business dude if you need to fire 2,000 people and let them go because you know they're not the return on investment is not what's expected then I'm I'm sorry like that's the way it works and it's it's the way it's worked at EA forever Hmm. there's um some mythic entertainment Dark Age of Camelot which was successful Warhammer Online, which I think was fairly successful. It just wasn't successful enough. They shut them down. They shut down the studio that created Medal of Honor. Right? The studio yeah. started uh, by Steven Spielberg. They shut down DreamWorks Interactive. That I'm not um, they shut I down that, the creator that, they never of The put Sims. Out a good game. I think the, the story we down, see... Shut down, they initially shut down Maxis, the studio yeah. that created The Sims. Right? Yeah, and, Sim, and, and um, SimCity, right? Like that, that yeah. was the big one. Because Sims is still. Uh, I think that the story. I yeah. I think the story that repeats itself in in every of uh, case in these studios is, like, the studio will do something that's incredible, like dice creating Battlefield. Basically, EA will acquire it. Actually, like, yeah, EA acquired dice after Battlefield 1942, and I think, I think they acquired it by the Battlefield 2 time. Uh, yeah, I think um, they published they will acquire the studio, then bought them out. Yeah, and then, like, you know, the studio will do, like, one more game, and then they will start to bleed out talent, because yeah. the talent that's there that's created Battlefield in 1942 and 2 is like, oh, you know, I'm going to look for a new job, because now I have this on my resume, so I, now I can get, like, a much higher pay grade if I mm. go to another studio as creative director or whatever, and then all the talent bleeds out, because, you know, yeah. why why would you stay here? And yeah, like, yeah. And they also All shut the, down like the that... studio that created the Battlefront series as well. Damn. Pandemic. Yeah, Crucius says, Pande- uh, oh. All the Medal of Honor devs left because of EA and started Infinity Ward, then got bought out by Activision, and then they left and started Respawn. Yeah. Bought, got bought out by EA. <laughs> Damn. It's what the, all full circle. It's the circle of life. I know. We have to like have a Lion King movie of the Medal of Honor devs. You live long enough until you get bought out by Yeah, EA. if you live long enough, EA is going to buy you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Uh, what's what other? Okay, what? Here's one news article that I want—not a news article, but a, but a thing that I want to talk about. That's kind of news related. I'm gonna try and get this to show on the stream. If how do I do that? Um, Should be able to share. Let me. Here. Yeah, uh, this is on show media. But yeah, we didn't want to shit on no show docs too bad today. 
but we, yeah, we I know, but still, we definitely, we definitely uh, want to shit on it. Keeps making headlines. It does. Yeah. Okay. It's like so, every week there's a new shit on Battlefield headline every single time. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the hot new thing to shit on, right? Um, I'm so sad. Like it hurts my heart every time because I'm such a Battlefield like fanboy. God, I dude, when when Battlefield, what was it? Um, after Battlefield Five, I remember talking with friends and saying like, dude, they need to make the new the next Battlefield free to play because, like, they've hurt so many people with Battlefield Five, and the fan franchise, like the fan base, is is so worn out on on crappy games that if they don't do it free to play and don't do it right, most people aren't gonna buy it off the bat. And it's just not going to have a good launch. And I think that's exactly what happened. Like, it, regardless of the issues that it had, it still didn't sell as well on the first few days, you know? Yeah. Because people were just like, I'm not going to buy it this time. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to wait and see what, what happens. And those that did buy it obviously bit the bullet and are now like, oh, uh, not playing the game anymore. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. We've talked about, you know, the, the hell loose. Uh, player base surpassing that of Battlefield on Steam, Battlefield 2042. I ran this poll on my channel. Yeah. I I put this poll on my channel. Um, So I'm going to read it out for everyone that's not, you know, listening to the or watching the video version. It says, how have bad Battlefield games led you to Hella Loose or other titles? This is a poll, right? 6,000 votes. The options are no, I only play Battlefield. No, I play those, but I also play Battlefield. So if you, you know, if you were playing Battlefield and you now started playing Hell Loose or something else, that would be the option. Yes, now I play Hell Loose, or yes, now I play another game like Insurgency, Tarkov Squad, etc. Okay, ninety percent, or more specifically, eighty-six percent, eighty-seven percent of the people that responded to this poll are saying, yes, they now play something else. Like, they either play Hell or Loose, or they play something else. But they are not playing Battlefield anymore. That is 87% out of 6,000 people that answered the poll. And I find that to be just absolutely stunning. Like, it, it, it blows my mind. Now, some people might say, like, the wording on the poll could have been better. Maybe there's a lot of Hell Loose players that never played Battlefield that are responding, yes, now I play Battlefield. I don't think that's the case. Maybe it is the case for for some amount of people, but still, like, it there's a lot of uh, people just not playing Battlefield anymore, man. And yeah. like, I uninstalled it. I uninstalled it like Me two too. or three weeks ago. Uh, and, I installed it you know, immediately. I got it, and I was like, just like, no. I played more of the beta than I played of the game, and I, I played the game, and I was like, nope, this is exactly <laughs> like the beta, and I hated both of them. God. I didn't dislike the beta but you know i, I don't want to like tread common ground here we i think we've gone over this but yeah, i just yeah. wanted to mention that because i i ran that poll i didn't expect so many people to to answer yeah. it and i did not expect like almost 90 percent of them to answer i'm not playing battlefield anymore mm-hmm. after this right that almost matches but that up correlates with the peak player count it does yeah. match with the peak player count so that's definitely you know like yeah it matches up with that so yeah, I believe that the poll is correct. Yeah, I'll say not, something potentially controversial. Uh oh. Okay. Here we go. I really enjoy Battlefield Five. 
Yeah, so no, I stopped I playing it when they were messing around with when they started messing around with the time to kill. But yes. yeah, when I did my um theory or theorizing about what British weapons could come into Hell Let Loose, I went I jumped into Battlefield because I could get easy access to all the weapons without having to mess around in postscript and joining servers and squads. And um yeah, I was using the Bren gun a lot and I was like, this feels so good. Cause, you know, the gun play is actually using recoil patterns instead of yeah. Fortnite Bloom. And I was just like, this is this is fun, you know? I will this say good. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the the sliding mechanic in that game, to be honest. But I But it I, wasn't abused. Play, hmm. you, no, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean it wasn't abused, but it was kind of annoying. Um, but uh, I think the maps are also pretty good. I don't think there are any like crazy memorable maps, but like uh, what's the church? That's the what's church missing. Was... Yeah, right. Devastation. Like, yeah, Devastation. That was a pretty decent map. And what I really liked about that game too was the uh, the special events. And the special events never fucking happened, but only like I, I played I probably like a thousand hours of Battlefield Five, like a shit ton. But I only ever saw it two times on Devastation. What special events? Yeah. So special yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like, you know how <laughs> how like uh, how uh, 2142 would have like the tornado and weather events. Yeah. So Battlefield yeah. Five had that shit too, but like it never happened. So on uh, Devastation specifically, what would happen is you would have an air raid, and it would turn, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it only happened two times that I was playing, never happened, but literally what would happen is there would be bombers that would come over the city, drop bombs, and also drop what? huge flares, and so the whole map would be covered in these giant red flares, flares through the no. air, hundreds of planes, I'm telling you, this this happened. No, yeah. Ross, you dreamed this. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, share it on screen when you find it. Uh, and the bombs Le- would come I'm down. Looking le- it would kill devastation you. Devastation Levolution. Yes. Um, and then also uh, the desert map. What was the desert map that you had the airstrip on the far side? Um, that had a full sandstorm. Again, that only happened one or two times I was ever playing. Oh, what? See what Dude, I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking at a clip now. What is this? That's what I'm saying. The, the problem with that wow. one, they didn't do it nearly enough. It happened two times in my entire, like, thousand hours of playthrough. I guess but, they thought that it would be a cool thing, like the, the, the rare reload animations that happen, like, once every, you know, like, 10,000 animations or something. It, it's crazy, man. Can you, wow. can you share yeah, I'm looking at this. Uh, so, I think so I can. I'm telling yeah, you. Hold on. It was nuts. It was this one of my favorite crazy. things. I can't believe I didn't know this. Yeah. I'm glad I could bring right. this to everyone's uh, attention. All right. Uh, okay, so it's going to look like super... St- if you want, I, I can look it up. Oh, yeah. That okay. Oh, terrible. wait. Here, oh, I, I can oh, look no. it up. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, look, look yeah my internet connection is going to, like, blow up. S- send it over to me. Actually, wait. I'll, I'll pull it up. Yeah, hold on. I need to stop casting my screen. Battlefield. I'm telling you, this is amazing. All right. Uh, would you like a devastation? So, uh, uh, revolution. Yeah. Let's look that up. Uh, I can't find it. What the fuck. 
Never mind. Just like look for it, uh, guys. But yeah, the thing yeah, we'll, is, we'll look at it in a second. Um, so I, I think the problem with Battlefield Five was specifically the map design because the the TTK was good. Uh, oh, sorry, the map design and messing around with the TTK, which was absolutely yeah. perfect. They messed around with it and they changed it to something uh, twice, right? And they never actually reverted all the changes. So guns that were really awesome to use just don't feel that same way now if you play the game now that's a really big disappointment for me and the map design like devastation you had arras you had uh hamada i think was the, uh, another one like you had many maps that were either infantry and tanks or infantry and airplanes right or maybe two tanks per map and that was it Right, uh, then the map, the tanks would suddenly like stop respawning and wouldn't ever respawn again, and you would play the entire map without any tanks uh, and stuff like that. Once they hit the Pacific update, and they actually made all-out warfare maps where you had airplanes, infantry, and tanks all together, and you know multiple multiple airplanes and multiple tanks, like four per side or something. That's when Battlefield 5 really showed its true potential. That's when it got really good. Uh but that it's just the map design. That's why I like don't have really any faith in EA and Dice left because like the map design hasn't been on point for like two games. You know, the the um, just bring like, me back back and, to Carcan. That's the only one I like. Yeah. Carcan was just like amazing. Strike at Carcan. Yeah, it was. So it's good. it's so sad seeing uh, Battlefield fall fall from grace yeah. like this. It really but, is. God. But yeah, I'm telling you, Battlefield Five. I don't think it's any that's controversial at all, Terry. I, I think Battlefield Five yeah. had the best uh, the best uh, gunplay out of any of them. I think yes. uh, Battlefield Three and Four had some of the most memorable maps. Uh, but Battlefield Two, I think, was the highlight of all of them for me. I mean. For, I yeah. think for most people, Battlefield 2 is probably the, not maybe the most highlighted, but the most played in the sense that that's how everyone started. That or Battlefield 3. Battle, a lot of people started with mm. Battlefield 3 too. Yeah. yeah I, think, I would say a lot of people uh, start with 3, yeah. 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 Or, or Bad Company uh, consoles the, as well, right? Yeah, Bad Company 2 actually a lot of people started. That was a solid yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Battlefield Three and Four had the best vehicles, and I've always been like a vehicle guy in those games. I've always tanked in Battlefield games. Oh, yeah. um, the tanks in Battlefield Five are awesome. They are really good. They are super satisfying to use, and they don't suffer from the problems they have in Twenty Forty Two, where the AOE from the shells is really small, so you don't really get those. You know, like I shot a shot here and I killed like you know seven guys that were clumped together and stuff like that you don't really get that in 2042 pretty much uh, ever battlefield um, 1 had pretty cool interesting tanks in the sense that they yes. had, they added the uh, modular damage in that one they also had ricochets yes. too and like the fact that you weren't in a super crazy souped up tank was kind of interesting you know it was like one shot and then you had to fucking like actually reload it make sure it's reloaded yeah. and then lob those shots in just these giant boxes but Infantry was pretty well balanced because they could just surround you really quick, uh, but you can mess them up. Also, those, those I, shots on the planes, oh, those those biplanes you could shoot or whatever. That was pretty. The fun. the snipers and the spotting 
I think I did, ruined Battlefield One for me. Yeah, the the weird zeroing where you had a sweet spot mechanic. I didn't yeah. like that. I mean, I liked it when I was the one shooting. But uh, did did you know about that, Terry? The sweet spot mechanic. Can't. No, I so, don't know about that. So in Battlefield One, they changed it where uh, they added what's called a sweet spot mechanic. I think that's the term they used. But literally, what it would be is with every gun, it was different. But at a certain range, like at 100 to 150 or 100 and like 120, whatever the specific range was, it would always be a one-hit kill. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like an yeah. advertised thing. It was just a mechanic they had where... Like you... every sniper rifle had a specific range yeah. at which it would one-shot you if it was like a body shot. Exactly. So... If you knew, like, uh, you know, you would change your sniper depending on the map. Like, I'm going to be super far away because this is an open map. So I'm going to change this to this rifle where, like, whatever. If I'm plus 150 meters, it's a one shot. Versus this other rifle that's maybe more urban where the one shot is from, like, 75 meters to 110 yeah. or something. So very specific. Um, it was obscure. It didn't, like, it literally didn't yes. tell you. You'd have to, like, look that up. But it was a mechanic yeah. in the game. Where it would do that. Of course, headshots were always, but like it was more specifically body shot. I wasn't a huge yeah, fan. At, yeah, no, and I that. think like the the, pro yeah. the problem with that was that um, you know like snipers for me have always been a problem in battlefield games um, because of the way the objectives are designed and you needing to be inside of them to be able to cap them, and the snipers being these like most people playing them as I'm just going to lie down here in the middle of nowhere and just going to snipe at people across the map. Uh, yeah. You know, I like, Oh, I've always wanted the amount of snipers to be limited in battlefield games, like lock the class. If more than whatever amount of people are classes, the sniper class. am I right? Who needs them? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, so out of date. You know what really pissed me off about battlefield? Uh, and this actually has been the case since Battlefield 3. Uh, the assignments or the, the the objectives or whatever that you call oh. they were different. But like, yeah. those were always just the absolute worst. It's like, get a kill with a shotgun while standing here five times. So like, then you have every yeah. single person camping this one area or like doing something really obscure that doesn't help win the game in any way. It was so stupid. No, yeah, and they would do like, that get, to get fifteen right? melee kills yeah. on, on the same game. So you would see people that are just using the like running around with a melee weapon just to all try to, the time. Yeah, just try to get that unlock or that gun or whatever. That was so stupid. Like, why didn't you have something like objective or team based? I, I'm sure that they like, had a couple. It was like heal so many. If people, you which have is fine, but. If, yeah, but if you have like a good XP system, then just tie that to XP. Yeah, and, you know, have That's the it. XP reflect a good gameplay style. Like, like hell if, and you, loose. if you're dominating like, and and you're actually good at the game and a good team player, then you're gonna get your unlocks faster because you're gonna earn more XP from like kill streaks and uh, capturing the objective and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I, I just it's so simple, but they need so to like convolute silly. everything, dude. Yeah, like I, I think Call of Duty. I mean, as much as I hate. Call of Duty more um, does a way better job of making it like objective based and more like XP based or or, or just makes sense more. Just that was so silly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, turns out I guess uh, Dice is not developing the next Battlefront game. 
uh, if it is a yeah. Battlefront game at all and not a like campaign style shooter um, or something. Hopefully, it's not like well. <laughs> here, okay, controversial thought. I was just gonna say, hopefully, it's not a hero style shooter thing, but maybe that could work in the Star Wars universe. Like, well, explain because you have more. heroes. What do you mean? Well, imagine like an. Uh, 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 this is gonna sound really dumb, but follow Go me. On. Follow follow me on this one. Imagine like an Overwatch style. Star Wars game, right? Mm. Where you have different... I'm not saying, like, imagine Overwatch, like, as Overwatch plays, but imagine you have, like, Boba Fett, you have, you know, uh, Darth Vader, Anakin, Obi-Wan, some droids, stuff like that, each covering a different role. That is something that could actually work because that's, you know, those are actual heroes uh, you mean, uh, for your hero shooter. You mean, you know? like, that game right now that's, like, the League of Legends Star Wars game? That already exists. <laughs> oh, is that the? <laughs> well, that's a mobile. I don't that's know what that is. Right? I know, but it's yeah. like the same thing. But, you have heroes. It's like I, I, I mean, get but, where you're coming like, from. Like that but... makes that makes sense. That, like that makes more sense to me than trying to get specialists onto Battlefield. You know, like it makes more yeah. sense to me. Like, none to of have, it like a, if if they want to have a hero style shooter, Star Wars would actually, yeah, you know, lend itself to that more than a Battlefield yeah. would. Yeah. Star Wars is about characters right it's about these exactly. individual characters the heroes and villains when if you this is a Not bad comparison though. but if you look like, at I, hell I, let loose it's about yeah well, world war ii in general while you do have the big people it's generally about the armies the facing each other and yeah. yeah just just the soldiers the groups of soldiers not this one particular soldier in this squad it's yeah you can have the grand scale of things yeah. You can have both in Star Wars, I, I guess. You can yeah, have yeah, the yeah. large-scale yeah. things and the hero-style things. So, you know, if that's the direction they want to take their shooters because heroes are the next big thing or the current big thing, like, I can see that working better in a Star Wars game than in other things. You know, like, that's just my thought. It's not saying, like, yeah. I wish it was a hero shooter. I don't. Uh, but I, I can see it working. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I think of Star Wars, I, I definitely think of, you know, the heroes, but I also think yeah. that I just want to be Empire scum and just blast a bunch of civvies or something. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, 100%. like, that's yeah. what I always say. I'm like, give me, like, I want to be a stormtrooper and I just want to shoot a bunch of baddies. Dude, I wish Battlefront 2 played more like Battlefield 4 or something. Uh, than it does, like because it, it it Take does have this random Thanks blue thing going dude. on, and just the the gunplay in general is yeah. not super awesome, and the vehicles are also like eh, like it's a different style of thing than Battlefield is, which I think is the reason why people didn't like the original reboot of the Battlefield franchise, uh, Battlefront franchise, because the original Battlefronts were pretty much a reskin of Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool sorry, game, I yeah. need to quickly step away from my desk. My dogs are going mental downstairs. Wait, but carry on about me. It's fine. Wait, 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 wait. Let's close it up because it's like 25. Oh, yeah. uh, we're an okay. hour 25. I don't That's think we cool. have many more topics that we need to touch upon. Um, so, sorry, yeah, that's going to be it for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you, Terry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, and what we want to do uh, is... 
Are you, you're not streaming, right, Mano? Because you're on vacation. I am. I am. I am streaming. Oh, are you? I, oh, Would, like, not in a regular schedule. No. So I was thinking. No, no, no I'm going to stream the podcast. Okay. What I was thinking is, uh, as kind of to pay it back to to other streamers and stuff, we go ahead and raid uh, my stream or, and Mono. If you want to send it over to someone that's playing Hell at Loose to kind of pay it forward and bring attention to more people yeah. playing Hell at Loose. So let's go yeah, ahead and sure. do that. Um, I don't know if there's anyone you want to pick, but Terry, if you got to go, you're good, man. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll jump off. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right, take thanks for watching, right. listening. I have yeah, like yeah. five people watching, so you know it's not going to be a major raid. Oh, it's a- <laughs> uh i only got uh squid right now so i'm gonna send people to him and um yeah guys i guess uh thank you for listening and watching and again any questions suggestions anything that you guys want to uh, say about the the podcast send that over to monos game club at gmail.com again m-o-n-o-s game club at gmail.com all right i'll launch the raid and i'll catch you guys see ya